Welcome to Extreme Movie Reviews. My name is Steve, and it is time for a grab bag of Christmas movies. I will be going through five different movies that I have watched in order to give you a, a light-hearted review of them, let you know if I think that they're worth watching, let you know a little bit about them, and let you take it from there to see if these are things that you would like to watch. I hope you all have a Merry Christmas, and let's just get started. And as I reach into this bag of Christmas movies that I watched recently, the first one that I watched was Best Christmas Ever. It is a holiday rom-com that I found on Netflix. There were several notable actors in this movie, including Heather Graham, Jason Biggs, and Brandy, the singer from the 90s or the early 2000s, maybe both. I don't remember exactly when she was uh, most famous and came onto the scene, but I'm sure you're familiar with her. When it comes to this movie, I did not like the first 40 to 50% of it very much at all all. There's an unlikable protagonist, and I was afraid of exactly where the movie was headed. Then, something happened, and I was optimistic for the second half of the movie, and I enjoyed it for a short span. Then, the third act came, and I absolutely hated the ending. It was just straight up pretty bad, especially visually, but narratively also in a sense. It was also bad, but mostly visually. There's this thing going on with this sleigh hanging from a hot air balloon, and you're supposed to believe like that they, they filmed it in order to make it less obvious here, but that everybody down on, on Earth, on the ground, that's looking up at this scene really only sees the sleigh and doesn't see the fact that it's hanging from the, the hot air balloon. The hot air balloon, the, the set, uh, how it's filmed and everything looks pretty shoddy. And then there's just an unbelievable scenario happening with that sleigh that's hanging from the hot air balloon. That It's all kind of stupid. There were elements to the movie that I liked, and it tried to have a good message. Though maybe not your typical Christmas-themed message that you would uh, expect in a Christmas movie. I would say to pass on this movie for really all viewing audiences. I don't think that there's a single audience where I'm going to say, well, maybe you'll enjoy this. Uh, it, it's just not that great. And we're going to dig back into this bag for the second Christmas product that I watched this holiday season, and that was 2019's Black Christmas uh, remake retelling, however you want. Uh, there have been several versions of Black Christmas this is the 2019 version. It is a holiday horror flick, and it, I found it on Netflix. Uh, I'm sure it won't be on Netflix for eternity, but that is where I found it in the year 2023. And to start out with the cold open for this movie, I was a little let down, and in the end, the movie really never got better. There is promise in the movie, but the lack of subtlety in this film is insane. And I think I need to maybe say this, I don't mind feminist messaging in a movie or any kind of messaging in a movie. But when a movie goes out of its way to preach to such an extreme that you actually think that it might be a parody or some sort of setup in order to subvert that messaging, then that's really not good. There was zero finesse in this movie, and so the execution of this movie definitely fails. Still... Because the movie is filmed well, 
does have good acting and has a killer that looks intimidating. It could have won me over with the horror aspect, and I could have overlooked how unsubtle to an extreme that this movie really is, but it's just never very scary at all, especially because the killer's backstory is so absurd. The movie probably should not have gone the route of telling the backstory of the killer. Unless the killer's backstory is rooted in some sort of reality, it's almost always going to come off as silly, and you just need to let the audience's imagination fill in those types of backstories that aren't rooted in reality. And the basis of this killer's backstory is frankly hilarious. The movie borders upon comedy in so many ways, mostly coming back to its lack of subtlety and awareness of just how straight-up comedic and stereotypical the presentation of the fraternity in this movie is. There is one moment in the movie where some self-awareness is expressed. If you're not trying to be funny, and you're trying to include a very real message about gender equality, maybe don't go so absurd with that evil aspect of the movie. Keep that grounded. And it's just not in this movie. I did think this was better than Best Christmas Ever, and I say it like that because it's Best Period Christmas Period Ever! Exclamation point, Because it at least feels like it's a real movie, talking about Black Christmas here. One that you would pay to see in a theater, and I didn't actively dislike the movie. I would, however, pass on this movie. There's not even enough Christmas charm to make it, like, a so bad that it's still, like, a must-watch Christmas horror movie. Outside of a couple of non-important factors and the set dressing, this movie could take place at any time of the year, and it would really ultimately be the same exact story. So, as I said, Black Christmas, the 2019 remake, it's a pass for me. Alright, so we're digging a little bit deeper into this bag o' Christmas, and I'm coming to the third movie that I watched, which is called A Hollywood Christmas. This is a 2022 film. It is a holiday rom-com, if you couldn't tell from the name there, and I found this on HBO Max. The cover art for this movie looks very much like that of the plethora of Hallmark and similar types of Christmas movies that we are all aware of. I was assured by a list on the internet, however, that this movie was not that. And in many ways, that was accurate. It is more than, and not just, a typical, cheap, made-for-TV, same-old-formula Christmas movie. It has better acting, it has a better script, it has better set design, etc. It's all around a couple of steps above your standard Hallmark Christmas movie. And it comes with a fun, unique, clever, meta twist where it plays with and pokes fun at the cliches and formula of such movies. A bit of a twist on the formula. And that's exactly what it is. It's not that it doesn't basically have the same old Hallmark formula. It's that it twists that formula and it has fun with it. It kept my attention and ultimately, I would say that it was more enjoyable than both of the previous two movies, even if Christmas rom-coms aren't exactly my jam. So, in part, 
the movie does have Christmas spirit. It's brought up in this movie, and accurately so, I believe, as I brought this up a little bit with Black Christmas, that just because a movie has Christmas lights, holly around every corner, Santa statues in the background, snow on the ground, etc. That's all essentially window dressing. It's the holiday spirit or magic or heart, whatever you want to call it, that really makes a Christmas movie shine and feel like a Christmas movie. And I think that ultimately, the cleverness and meta-fun that this movie is having prevents from the holiday spirit from ever fully shining through. And I'm going to get a little bit hypocritical here. It doesn't help that although the window dressing, all that stuff I just mentioned, is not necessary, this movie takes place in July, in LA. There was a way for them to at the very least, take this movie into the mountains, or fast forward to Christmas time at the end of it to give it that one scene that actually felt Christmassy. The most important scene of them all in all of these holiday rom-coms. And I don't hate what they did, but you could see it coming from a mile away anyways. All of it. The entire third act was quite obvious. A better third act, and this could have truly been a gem. It had the potential to be an absolute gem. It falls short of that. I'd give it a solid 3 out of 5 stars, though. If you're looking for a compromise with someone in your life to avoid watching just another Hallmark Christmas movie, this should be your recommendation, because it is just another Hallmark movie, but it's also a little bit more than that. So I fish a little bit deeper into this bag of holiday fun, and there's only two things in my hands here. And the, the next product that I watched was Dear Santa. It's a 2020 documentary that I found on Hulu. And the documentary is focused around USPS's, the United States Postal Service's 100-year-old program, as of a couple of years ago, Operation Santa. So like 103 years old now. It is not the best documentary that I've ever seen. Out of all the documentaries as a documentary, it's not, like, excellent or anything like that. And it was definitely created with children watching it in mind, which adds this little element throughout it that uh, maybe in, in part is a little bit charming, also in part is, um, you know, takes away maybe a little bit from the documentary aspect of it. But I think part of the goal of this documentary may have been for this to be aired in classrooms around the holiday season, possibly influencing more classrooms to get involved in the program themselves, because as you will see in the documentary, there are classrooms around the nation who get involved in this program to help um, those in need get some of uh, their essentials often, not even just regular old Christmas presents. But ultimately, this feels like a long and extended segment that you would often see if you remember, like on PBS or the Disney Channel. I want to call them bumpers, but I don't even know if they're bumpers. It's like when you see kids exploring something new for a short break, like uh, while you're watching Arthur on PBS, and then there's all of a sudden a little story, like a three-minute story about kids exploring just something new in the world, some sort of activism that they're getting involved in, something like that. That's uh, very much how a lot of this documentary feels. It has that production feel to it. There are a few touching moments throughout it. There are 
I think for all audiences, there are at least a couple of these stories that are going to resonate with you specifically. I think that this is the perfect Sunday morning product to put on while you're up to something else. Or if you put something on while making cookies, etc. for Christmas, this would be a good product for that, especially if you have kids too. It once again has that quality to it. Just any activity where you're not giving the program 100% of your attention, but you want something Christmas related on, this is a good product for that. It is not a mandatory watch by any means, but it was a neat watch and it did keep my attention throughout. It definitely has the holiday spirit of giving written all over it. There's one final movie here titled A Christmas Carol. You've never seen that title before, right? This is the 2019 fantasy drama that you can find on Hulu and Disney Plus, and they will probably it will probably reside there forever because it was made for FX. It is produced by um, BBC. It was a three um, episode, three chapters, three act. Uh, broken up into three chapters originally I'm sure aired like one hour at a time roughly uh, once again by BBC miniseries TV miniseries is what I was looking for so you can watch this in two or three chunks and I say that because it is nearly three hours long it is not a short watch but once again you can break it up if you wish or it is just like three hours long so you can also watch it in one sitting there are a couple of notable actors in here we've got guy pierce and andy circus both names that at least i'm familiar with maybe there's some others in there that you're familiar with but um, i think those were the biggest names as far as my experience watching this we watched it with Haley. we watched the first two chapters on night one and then the next evening we finished the third chapter and this is a very dark gritty gothic take on the famous and often retold reimagined story a christmas carol by charles dickens and it never took the dark aspects too far or went too fantastical with them um, you might think from watching the trailer you might think at times especially throughout like the first two acts uh, that it's going to go a little bit too far into that but i don't, I don't think that it ever did out of the five christmas themed products that i watched for this episode it was far and away the best produced, most well done product of the bunch. That is an objective take. I don't think you can really argue against that. The big question is, does it have the holiday spirit in it? And I would argue that due to the third act, it does. The biggest part of Christmas is the idea of giving without an expectation of receiving. Giving out of goodwill. Doing things for others and putting their needs over your own. Well, that's exactly what this story is about. And I think this is the one and only Ebenezer Scrooge that I legitimately bought and even smiled at the ultimate redemption of. He is such a heartless dirtbag who has just enough of a sil sliver of his heart Throughout the entirety of the movie, you can really see there is that sliver in his heart that is wants to be good. And Guy Pierce's portrayal of Ebenezer Scrooge in here, and this character specifically, is believable enough 
that you do root for him and you do buy into him being this heartless dirtbag, but also, once again, there's that little bit that you can see in him that wants to be a better, and, and it really comes through in the third act. The first two chapters and acts are heavy, and they are not loaded with holiday spirit necessarily, so if you're looking for something light and fun, a holiday Christmas or even best Christmas ever would be the better pick for you. I said a holiday Christmas, right? It's obviously a Hollywood Christmas or best Christmas ever. Two products that I talked about earlier. If, however, you are looking for a really well-told, acted, produced, and unique take on A Christmas Carol, then this is a very good watch. And it is worth the three hours that it takes to complete the movie, if you want to call it that, miniseries, whatever. I give it a weak four out of five stars. It's not amazing, but it is very good. And the third act really takes advantage of all of the previous setup that, that really helps you believe into this Ebenezer Scrooge character to conclude this familiar story well. I actually wondered how they were going to... I thought it would feel rushed in the third act, and it, it did not. So, um, really, hats off to this. I think it is worth a watch. Personally, once again, it is a little bit darker, but um, yeah. And there is your grab bag, oh holiday. Thank you so much for joining me. Kept it nice and quick for you, so hopefully this would give you some some things to uh, find out there on any streaming services available and or maybe avoid in some instances as well. But of course, these are my thoughts on them, so don't be afraid to give them a test anyways. I didn't hate anything on here, although some maybe weren't very good. So thank you very much for tuning on in, and I hope that you have a wonderful, merry, happy holidays, Christmas, good new year all the above. I got those in the right order. All right, peace out.